Once again, welcome to uh, Sharing Socks. I'm uh, Southside Socks duty geezer Lee Allen, along with Son and West Coast correspondent Will Allen. Will is wearing a socks hat. Neither one of us wore socks gear last week. I am wearing a socks hat as well, but I'm wearing it backwards in honor of the socks new direction. Uh, so the, we're headed out there uh, together. Uh, things are really not yet calming down on the uh, Tony Larusa hire. Uh, not hatred not and yet. discontent from the fan base. Full disclosure, though, we are uh, we are taping this one on election day, so I don't anticipate a lot of Tony Larusa in the news on this particular day. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't really settle down in the the Twitter world. You've even gotten some some delightful trolling, I've noticed. <laughs> yes, I, I, I have. Uh, Ozzy came out though, and he said, "Oh, excellent choice, excellent choice." And then he said, "Well, I talked to to Jerry about it, and I said, boy, that's even the best choice you could make, even if I'm the for for from here on out, even if I'm the one after." So maybe Ozzy has an ulterior motive. <laughs> yeah, excellent yeah, choice. It's not going to do him any good, but it may be that he has that that particular motive in there. Yeah, we should point out that the fact that we we're doing this a little early, we usually uh, record on Wednesdays, but we're doing it on Tuesday for a variety of reasons which means that the Golden Glove Awards are not out yet. Rawlings and uh, ESPN, for reasons unbeknownst to men or beast, decided that the evening of November 3rd was the excellent time <laughs> to name the Golden Glove winner, Gold Glove winners, because uh, not much of anything else going on that, that day. Either that or defense that's thrown all onto such low esteem in baseball that they just don't think it matters. <laughs> I don't know. Probably the latter, unfortunately. The, the Sox have, you know, nice bunch of uh, nominees, including both catchers. It'd be so cool if they tied. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. Uh, surprising, Danny Mendek getting out there. Yeah, both games he played really well. I, I mean, I, I really liked Mendek at second base. He was, he was good. What a bizarre. Golden Glove choice, though. I mean, second baseman is tough because most of the second basemen really kind of suck right now, uh, especially at defense. So, um, yeah, Mendick, what a what a bizarre one. Luis Robert, of course, makes sense, and and the catchers make sense. Uh, but I hope Mendick pulls it out. Love me some Danny Mendick. Uh, and no, Jose Abreu does not make sense. Weirdly, yes, that does not make sense. Uh, I didn't even see who they have for first base because I was just upset about it. Um, but there are a couple guys who are, are really, really good over there in the AL, more so in the NL. Um, but yeah, bummed, bummed not to see Jose on the list. I actually am going to anticipate only Luis Robert wins. Oh, well, yeah, I, I think that's that's the most logical one. They're showing a lot of video on MLB.com of Robert's incredible diving stretch blow and catch at the end there. So, I mean, it uh, would be, it would be a little goofy if he didn't get it. You know, he did the most remarkable things he did. He did backtrack a little bit fielding wise while he was slumping, but uh, still Luis Robert backtracking is like the power. Yeah, that, that means he had one where he combined over the fence and because his glove slammed on the top of the fence, he dropped it. I mean, that's back. That seems backsliding. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, well, while we're on the awards front, 
Uh, Luis up for rookie of the year. Very unlikely that he will get it after that kind of secondary rookie dare, uh, rookie of the year thing went elsewhere with Kyle Lewis. But um, Jose uh, up for MVP, and that seemed logical mm -hmm. uh, that he's going to win. But the most fun, the most fun out of all those is that Ricky Renteria is nominated for manager of the year. I love it. He's not going to win. Kevin Cash is going to win. But if somehow it happened that he won, it would be incredible. I mean, yeah, it's it's not going to happen. I was frankly even shocked with the nomination. And again, nothing against Ricky. It's just, you know, the White Sox, they, they're just, they have a lot of really good players who are all just kind of busting out a little early. I'm not sure I'm convinced it was Renneria who was doing it, but uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty wild nomination that I was not expecting to see. You I think you tend to get nominees from, from teams that improve quite a bit. Right. Uh, particularly early on the process, not from we're at a full season, 90 wins to 98, but the one that goes from 80 to 88, that that kind of thing, where they, they turn it around to a, to a positive thing. So it's really cool that he got the nomination. I'm glad it's on his resume. And uh, Hope that yeah, he finds employment with it. I actually don't think his managing career <laughs> is, is over. You know, I, I definitely think Ricky's gonna gonna coach again. So it is good that he has it. And he did do a really nice job with the young guys. I mean, part of the reason I was bummed about him getting fired, even though I was mad at his decisions during the playoffs, is that those guys all really seem to like him. Um, they seem to like playing for him and he cares a lot about the players. So we uh, as we know, we're kind of going into a reverse mode. Uh, from that sort of mentality. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm still kind of numb to the La Russa thing. It's just, yeah. Anyway, what, what else you got? <laughs> uh, well, I wrote a piece that's not up yet. Maybe by the time this goes, goes up on the site, uh, naming uh, the new coaches. Nobody else knows the new coaches except me. Uh, oh, but, uh, but I, I named um, most of them. And I won't, I won't speak of all of them. I won't, I won't get into that. But the one I would like to mention, I found the ideal bench coach for Tony Russo, the perfect bench coach. You familiar with Eddie Robinson? Yes. Not the Grambling, not the legendary Grambling football coach. Uh, Eddie Robinson, the baseball player. Uh, no. No. Eddie Robinson, you know how we like to keep things inside the organization? Played for the Sox. Had a long, very successful, in fact, major league career. And the best years of his career were three years he spent with the White Sox. Not only that, he was in the turnaround phase. He was with the White Sox, for, he was first baseman, from 50 to 52. 50, they were awful. 51 began the 17 consecutive winning season streak. So he's in it from an important part of White Sox history, and he knows where he's headed, you know? Um Played, played great. It was like a 298 career, or not career uh, hitter, but he with the White playing, Sox. Hitter. He was huh? playing 52. We, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so so he, he, he then he went on to a long career, played for a lot of teams, notably the Yankees. Spent a lot of time World Series twice with the Indians and the Yankees, 48 and 55. So postseason experience, right? We're looking for that. Sure. After he ended his career, uh, as a player, was a coach for the Orioles, and then did front office for a bunch of people forever. He's an author. You know how how uh, Larusa likes to read. 
Robinson likes to write. He wrote, he wrote a memoir about his 65 years in baseball. Wow. And he is, here's the clincher, the oldest living former major leaguer. Wow. He's 99. And think of it. All that pressure on La Russa, he's too old. It's yeah, definitely. It's definitely. gone. It's gone. Yeah. Nobody's going to mention Tony after this. Redirecting that for sure. Yeah, I'll right. give you that. My my other my other choices I won't name them. I'll save it for the article. But uh, you know the the DUI arrest. I've got I've got the ideal hitting coach to take care of that. Uh, the uh, shall we say not too sensitive remarks about race and ethnicity that uh, Lewis is engaged in. Perfect pitching coach to take care of that. And so on we go. So I, 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 I've got it solved. I'm, I'm sure they'll hire him sooner or later. They'll mostly be inexpensive. The one, the hitting coach may be pretty expensive, but they, they can get him anyway. Who's that going to be? Is that Barry Bonds? No. You know, I didn't know that. Okay, I'll name him. Wade Boggs. Oh. One of the greatest hitters of the last 40 years. One of the greatest hitters ever, really. Yeah, Just an absolutely. incredible hitter. But did you know that Wade Boggs is famous for having drunk either, depending on your source, 60 or 107 beers on a flight to the West Coast for a series out West. 60 or 107? He had an amazing ability to consume. He probably still has, although you know he's 68 or so, so maybe the beer goes through pretty quickly now. But amazing. Now, no drunk driving, nothing like that. In fact, his mother was killed by a drunk driver, so he's big in anti-drunk driving organizations, but consumes incredible quantities of beer and has a Hall of Fame career. I, hey, I love Wade Box. I'm shocked. Yeah, I, I never knew this about him until I started, you know, messing around looking for these guys. He was speaking of guys on that terrible Rays team that we went to see there in 1999, yeah. Uh, also, just one of the greatest ever position players that would occasionally pitch when teams are up or down by <laughs> thousand. There, there you go. Always willing to go in, and he actually even had threw a couple good at bats out of and a lot. Extensive but, postseason experience, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So there we go. But speaking of money, as we did briefly in that, um, free agents. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's getting good. Well, let's take a let's take a quick break. Come back, talk about some free agents. Sound good? All right, free agent time. Let's do it. What are you looking forward to? Who do you want? Well, I just looked at the uh, MLB uh, trade rumor site, and they're usually on top of these things. I mean, obviously, they're not perfect because nobody is, but they're as good as anybody at it. They have the White Sox hitting George Springer. Yes, I saw that. Uh, they had us getting a couple guys. They had us uh, getting Springer and I think uh, Paxton as well. James Paxton, yeah. But and that was a disappointing thing was of all the pitchers, the only one they had going to the White Sox was James Paxton, who yeah. sometimes lasts for a week or so before going back on the IL, which sounds like a kind of typical White Sox pickup on the pitching side. Yeah. I'm sure, that uh, would be disappointing. Brian Stark already wants him. Um yeah, I you know Springer. I'm I'm actually fine with with getting Springer. I'm obviously very anti Astros, 
Uh, but Springer seems to want out. He seems to not want to be a part of the Astros culture anymore. So uh, I'm I'm fine with George Springer. I, I think he'd be a great addition to the team. I, I don't necessarily want to overpay for him, which is uh, a tricky thing with someone like Springer. Um, they have they have him listed at five years, one hundred twenty-five million. Twenty-five mil a year for George Springer. I mean, it's tough to look at his body of work and say he's not worth that money. Uh, the, there's a reason Springer Dinger is is one of the more common playoff chants. Um, I'm not sure you can get him for one twenty-five. I think that's <laughs> a deal. I think that's. That's looking like a bargain. I know it's only five years, but I don't know. You're looking at Bryce Harper getting paid $800 billion and Manny Machado, who actually ended up having an MVP caliber season with his high paycheck. Now that's spread over way more time uh, than five years. But yeah, I, I would like to see Springer. Here, here's my thing. Would you rather see Springer or Ozuna? Uh, reasonable question. I think Springer. I think Springer did come out of the Astro situation. Apparently, he was one of the big cheaters. He was getting the banging drums. Hundred and thirty-one last year when he obviously was not cheating. He had, I mean, this year uh, he had really good season. So apparently, he can play not knowing ahead of time what pitch up is coming Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say all those guys could. That's what makes it so lame. These guys were amazing baseball players. We won't get into the Astros thing, but, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, Springer cheated a lot, but also, you know, at this point he doesn't seem like a jerk, and if we can get a guy who's – you know, he seems like he feels bad about the whole thing. He doesn't want to be a part of the team anymore, a part of the culture. I don't know. I, I, I can't justify signing Springer. Uh, but he is much better defensively than Ozuna. So it uh, Or Jock Peterson or any number of other guys who get mentioned as right fielders. Yeah. And he can hit lefties and righties. So Peterson is pretty much a uh, platoon guy. There's, there's no way to 100%. keep him against a left-handed pitcher. Springer does carry a uh, qualifying offer. The the Astros put a qualifying offer on him, but that doesn't have the sting that it used to. They, they got away with that first round draft choice thing, so it, it's not that big a deal anymore. Yeah, I uh, I think there's a good chance we could end up with Springer. I'm very interested in in Ozuna for the right price, just because he is electric i mean he just seems like a guy that you pick up from atlanta put him on the south side of chicago and he just fits in like that is he he is the right energy the right guy he's a defensive liability so you're talking about essentially bringing in a dh uh however you know a huge upgrade from edwin Encarnacion, and i don't see a situation with ozuna uh where he would just drop off dramatically this next year the trick with Ozuna is going to be that he clearly loved playing in Atlanta so the issue is are you going to have to pay a ton of money to get him and I don't I don't think I would look at him for a long-term deal and I don't think I would look at him for a lot of money um so it's it's going to be how the market plays out but if Springer starts getting up to the 175 200 range I'm backing out on him too um and of course, Brantley's name comes up in that same 
kind of conversation as far as outfielders go. Yeah, I I get that. Again, you know, a reliable guy, Brantley, of course you're not going to sign long-term. Um, I, I'm not excited about that. Uh, frankly, I don't think the free agent market as a whole is all that interesting. No. Uh, it's pretty lame, actually. Um, in my ideal world, we focus a little more on Stroman, um, but I don't know if that's going to happen. And I don't think we're going to end up with Trevor Bauer. I really hope we don't end up with Trevor Bauer. Uh, but you never know with Larusa. Uh, the uh, MLB trade rumor says Dodgers. Yeah, I mean he. That seems like that's the where right the money thing. is. Yeah, yeah. is the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, the I mean the Paxton thing. That's that's as big a wild chance as any of the guys we got. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you might as well go with Carlos Rodon. Yeah, there's nothing about Paxton. He can stay healthy. He's like, pretty good too. You know. Exactly. Yeah, there's nothing about Paxton that says we don't keep working on Cease and Dunning. You know, I'm, I'd much rather keep focus on developing our guys than spending big on someone like Paxton. That's just kind of just kind of silly. Uh, one other, the, the third, they had the White Sox getting three of their top fifty, but one is kind of familiar, Alex Colomay. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. They see Colomay, who is making 10-something right now, as coming back for a one-year, $6 million deal. They are suggesting that nobody's going to want Colomay. Right. I, you know, and I know his peripherals are terribly scares me, although I thought the last month wasn't like 2019 or like August, where you go, oh, yeah, he loaded up the bases just for sport and fun. Let's see if we can get out of this on a couple real line drive shots. The last month, he was really effective. Yeah, he was. It was actually uh, kind of upsetting at times because I thought we were always getting away with one with Colomay. And then we started seeing him really pitch well. And I just immediately thought, well, there's a Yankee. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's going to the Yankees. Um, however, you know, they could be right that a lot of people are going to be really nervous about those analytics, about those stats. If if one year six million is a real number, I would absolutely bring it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. I would even try to sweeten it and say, you know, we'll give you twelve for two. Um, but I wouldn't go beyond that. But he's definitely earned a, a one year six million dollar deal, and I would even pay him a little bit above that. I don't think I'm interested in paying a ten million range, but. If it comes down to, you know, $7 million or column A walks, I think you pay him $7 million to keep him there. Uh, he's just – he's a good part of the team. You know, he is, he's a huge part of the morale of the team. People – the teammates seem to like him, and he cares about – he wears his hat so football. cool. He does wear his hat so cool. It's like Jimmy Cordero. You know, if you're going to have your sleeve up just to show your bicep, you better be pretty good. And column <laughs> A really wears that hat in a way where I'm like, oh, you got to be decent you're going to wear your hat like that and he earns it he earns his right to wear his hat like that uh they say mccann goes to the phillies probably really a good prediction on that one i think for 220 which seems cheap for what is really a starting catcher a good solid starting catcher well he's he's under the radar everywhere you know there's a reason he was on our team this year (laughs) it's that (laughs) You know, people people kind of sleep on James McCann. I've been vocal that if I had to keep one of the two, I'd rather keep 
McCann than Grandall, which White Sox Twitter, you know, will come after you for that sentiment. Um, but someone's going to get a great deal on James McCann. And I wish it was us. <laughs> I wish it was yeah. us. I wish we traded Grandall, which I know makes everyone's head explode and come after me on comment boards and whatever. Um, but I would rather trade Grandall and set up a situation where we can get a really nice pitcher. A really nice starting pitcher. Yeah. yeah. Um, and have James McCann be the person working behind the plate for him. Because McCann, first off, McCann's framing has gone way up. Way, oh, yeah. way up. He is not far behind Grandall now, who's kind of the framing king. Um, but it, it's gone way up. You know, he's not a guy you really want to run on. And he calls a, a great game with young pitchers. He's just, a, he's much more intuitive with young pitchers. Uh, that being said, thank you, James, for your time. I know you're not going to end up in Chicago. No, after not going to happen. Uh, Sox, of course, did not pick up the options on Encarnacion or, uh, or Gio. Uh, Gonzalez did not expect that to happen. Right. Um, did pick up the, uh, the option on Leori which is good. Gives you a good guy handling essentially yeah. every position on the field. Plus, you mentioned the occasional pitcher for Wade Boggs. Uh, yeah. There's your 18th inning guy in case they don't do the uh, start out second base thing again. And Lurie, well, how much was that deal? Was that three and a half? I, th- I think three and a half, yeah. I think three and a half million. Um, that's, a, that's a great contract. <laughs> you, you absolutely talk about great utility guy. I mean, for three and a half million, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Speaking uh, of your great utility guy. I don't want to set- talk about it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Favorite player. Uh, speaking of good bench coaches, if anyone knows how to be good while on the bench, it's John. <laughs> so, well, that's right, because he can also handle the Gatorade duties when, when called upon to do so, which is important. Handle it? He shines. He shines <laughs> when the Gatorade moment comes up. Yeah, so sad to see Yolmer go. Uh, I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, but in my dream, I'll get a text message at some point today that just says, thanks for all your support, buddy. (laughs) Um, No one has loved Yolmer more than I. No one has respected him more than I. I can't believe he's going to the Orioles, but I legitimately hope he has an incredible year next year. I hope Yolmer... I hope Yomer makes us look Fernando Tatis Jr. stupid next year. Um, <laughs> it's not going to happen, but uh, I, I hope Yomer, wish Yomer the best. You know, if we can watch baseball in the stadium again next year, I'm going to make sure I, I check out when the Orioles are in Anaheim so I can go support support my dude. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a shame that he has to go to a team that bad after suffering through the bad years here with the Sox, but uh, that he goes anywhere is great. It's good to see that he'll be out uh, hopefully playing somewhere, I guess. Yeah, I I honestly just want him to be playing because people really sleep on him. And one, he's a gold glove winner. Two, he's one of the most fun people in the whole sport. And three, he's not really that bad offensively. At times, he's even good. And he's – He's a quality base runner. Um, so I hope wherever he ends up this year, he plays. I hope it's in the show. I think he deserves to be in the show as like a, a 
an everyday second baseman or a utility guy. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was heartbreak, but I was also fully prepared to part ways with Yolmer. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. And most Sox fans, I guess, were ready before we were. Oh, also on the front of old Sox guys, uh, MLB trade rumors has Jose Quintana not coming here. Cause that's been a rumor thing around of bringing uh, Jose Good. back now for the tail end of the, uh, of, of the rotation. The last thing I want us to do is overpay for a 4.80 RA. That is like the last thing I want the White Sox to do. So yeah, I'm not interested in, in Quintana. Unfortunately, I liked him when he was here. He was frustrating at times. I liked him when he was with the White Sox, but we, we won that deal so greatly by getting Eloy that I think you know, let's just, let's just let Jose go wherever he goes. We thank him for getting us Aloy and we, but we let it, let it rest there. Not, <laughs> not interested. That's a hard pass for me on, on Kentown. Hey, what else on the uh, immediate off season here? You know, I think, uh, you know, today being election day, we're going to learn a lot about the country today and, and what this next year is going to look like. Many, many ways, whether it be the pandemic or, uh, you know, immigration laws and that kind of thing. So I think next week we're going to know a little bit more of what 2021 baseball could feel like uh, potentially, but also very potentially not. (laughs) Um, We could still be quite in the dark about what next season will look like. Uh, That being said, I think, um, you know, people are going to start making moves and, we got a lot to look forward to next year, even with last week's bummer, uh, not Aaron Bummer, Larusa Bummer. Uh, we got a lot to look forward to, and I'm I'm ready for us to to spend a spend a couple bucks this off season. We'll see what happens. <laughs>